they knew this is best pictures the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive i'm cody lunsford and i'm joined as always by i'm mark and i was doing my job yeah you and everyone else i'm chad wow so i'm there's I mean, no I fun. am doing my job recording the podcast. It's and, true. And, and the rest also, of us are too. Yeah, the rest of you guys are too. There's not a fun banter. There's a lot of like inspiring one-liners in this movie, but there's not mm-hmm. any fun banter, I don't think. There's well, banter, yeah. there's snappy banter, but none of it's fun. Well, there are lines that I find funny, but I think mm-hmm. out of context don't work really well. Right. Like, because they're kind of tongue-in-cheek, like... Not tongue in cheek. That 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 seems so like light of it. But there there's like yeah. that line Rachel McAdams says of like, or or somebody says like they've got a million different things to call it, and she says except apparently rape, which is like kind of a funny like line because it's like not pointing ha-ha out like funny. it's not ha ha funny, yeah. but it's like a no, I know what you mean. It's, it's yeah, it's snappy. But it's not right. funny. Right. right it's right. like a Sorkin yeah. kind of kind of exactly. Yeah. Um, this movie does feel I know we don't usually talk about the movie. It's fine. At the, whatever. Whatever. But this movie does feel like the like someone doing Sorkin better than Sorkin. Interesting. I disagree. But okay. Sorkin it, tries to be funnier throughout the whole thing. Like that's the thing. Like his yeah, it does have humor to it. And I don't think. I mean, I think this movie didn't call for that. You know, no. It it I think the Sorkin movies. This is like the kind of movie that Sorkin would make, but it yeah. is not. Does not feel like it's trying as hard no. to be Sorkin. No, it's very. It's, it's not quite naturalistic. Oh, it feels closer to naturalistic than Sorkin ever feels. You guys want to hear no. something funny? What's what? up? The writer of this movie wrote on the West Wing. That there makes sense. Go. That does. Make I sense. mean, that yeah. makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's probably one of the more like serious-minded people, mm-hmm. if I had to guess. So, on the show, as you probably know by now, we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive, prompted by a Twitter prompt that, at this point in time, is fucking seven years old, and has also gone around. This same again. Twitter prompt happened a month yeah, ago again, as well. Yeah. I think yeah. I saw it as like a TikTok trend too. Yeah. Or, or no, I saw it was a super yaki was like tweet. They tweeted a thread that oh, was like yeah. for every they, like yeah. this tweet gets, uh, or that's for every right, that's that what hundred likes, it'll be another year backwards of like what yeah. our favorite movie is from that year. That's like and similar prompt, but we have been doing it, yeah, consistently. We've been putting in the fucking shoe leather. We've been and not just you know, our favorite movie. We have determined with science the best movie of every this, year up until 2015. This which, is investigative reporting. Yeah. That's what that's mm-hmm. that's We're essentially yeah. my larger argument. In, and in yeah, the spotlight w- has a lot of time to to chase their story and find their answer. And that's we've needed we, five six years, years now. Six years. Yeah. Uh literally six years. We started in 2016. Yep. Crazy. Um and not only like these Twitter threads, what's your favorite movie? Okay, fine. But like, you're not talking about what actors in that movie were in the superhero movies. Or like, which of those hosted, hosted SNL. SNL. Yeah. yeah. It, it, or it's, which it's, movies were in several movies you're listing. Like, exactly. And it's which it's movie won of, the Razzie for every year for up sometimes until like 2001. You decide not to do yeah. it anymore because it wasn't fun. Listing it, just a random movie that, year that you haven't seen. Yeah. I mean, commentary of Phantom of the Megaplex. You know, just normal investigative yeah. reporting things. And it's like when when people look 
at the annals of history. You know, like the spotlight was I think is uh, yeah. yeah. So spotlight wasn't the biggest, biggest newspaper team. You know, like they weren't. Yeah. Like they're not they're the small. New York Times. They, you know, so like people will look at podcasts and they'll be like, okay, there was serial, obviously. Yeah. But then there's this lesser known investigation called Best Pictures, mm. and its work was important too. And yeah. uh anyway, so we're talking about the best picture winner of 2015. Yeah. Which is Spotlight. Mm-hmm. The film and the Spotlight. Academy only took one year to determine it was the best of that. Year. Actually, like a month and a half. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's normally how they do it. Yeah. Right. We take um, much longer. Much longer. Um, hey guys, you want to talk about what movies you have seen at the Megaplex? Another thing on these Twitter threads are not addressing. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Irresponsible. Um, so I went down to the Megaplex very recently, and <laughs> we are recording this out of order. And we usually, this we were recording this yesterday for you guys, the listeners, if you listen to it the day it drops. And we usually, anyways, I saw this movie like three weeks ago because our schedule. Is He's breaking kayfabe, Mark. Uh, <laughs> what do we? I saw do Bullet do? Train. It was fine. Yeah. Brad Pitt's great. I like Brad Pitt. Uh, I think I not... had more fun watching Bullet Train than you did. Yeah, I think I had you probably a great did. time. I had a good time with a lot of it. I think, like, to me, the com the situational comedy was so good. Like all these misunderstandings and like, uh, you, you know, different people knowing part of the picture. The like it was kind of Cohen esque, like with all the misunderstandings and people like. Uh, just being idiots because they, they just don't they don't see the full picture. That was all fun. What I hated was the joke writing. I thought the joke writing was very bad. Oh, you're telling me a movie from the director of Deadpool two had poor joke writing? That is what I'm telling you. Oh, and like some of the stuff apparently came straight from the book, like the running joke of like Thomas the Train stickers, which uh, I liked. I did not. I I thought it was stupid. And like I I don't. It, it was weird how like. Every time uh, Lemon and Tangerine said their mm-hmm. name, people mm-hmm. like reacted like it was the weirdest thing. They were like, "You mean like the fruit was said?" I like, wonder if that was a... times. It was so weird because it's based on a book that was written yeah. in Japanese. So I wonder if like oh, their okay. names, if there's some like Japanese pun there. Is it a book or a manga? It is. A, it is a novel, which I oh, think it was a graphic novel. Yeah, I would assume until just based after on the, until I left, is. and it was mm-hmm. also Cody. The 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 director did not write the movie. The writer wrote Your Fave Fear Street Part Two, 1978. I mean, that's so. a pretty good movie, but it's not like it's a joke fest. So, yeah, you know, it, it was fun. Um, you probably would have a harder time seeing it on a big big screen now. But that's kind of how I would recommend seeing um, it. Well, I mean, it was like number two in the box office this week. So well, maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. Well, but no, but five Rogue million dollars of people saw it. Rogue One, Rogue One took the IMAX this yeah. week, and then Jaws is taking it next. Oh, week. Oh, you mean like right. a big, big screen, like yeah. IMAX? Yeah. yeah, Jaws is taking it next week, and then, which I'm planning on seeing Jaws coming up. Maybe there, I'm not seeing Jaws next week. I'm going to see The Blob instead, which is also oh. coming back to, like, That's it's fun. at Regal. Sure. You know, like, a, oh, there's weird. Just, like this a black is and a, white blob? 
No, no, it was in color, but it was it's the 1950s one, 1958. Okay. Um, What's happening with all these re-releases, man? It's like there's a weird fucking night. nothing in August. There's nothing else from being <laughs> the released. The theater exhibitors are like, give us something. Like that's fully what Wild. it is. There, you can see so many old things right now, uh, and then there's a break maybe, and then it's Avatar gets right. re-released. Yeah. So, and I'm seeing that. I will be seeing that too. I want to see the remaster. Yeah, I was gonna throw that on, um, at some point this fall before the new movie, but no. Uh, now that they're releasing it, it's like, why would I do that? Truly, why would you throw yeah. it on your screen unless yeah. you were watching it like multiple times? I'm going to the Universal City Walk IMAX, baby, and I'm gonna mm, see it in 3D. That's fucked up. That's why fucked is that up. Fucked up. Why? It's a Disney film. You can't go yeah, to Universal but, City Walk to watch it. That's but yeah, Universal City Walk has the best IMAX screen. It's like the, okay. the actual big size. All right. Anytime I see an IMAX release, you got to go. You got to go to the Universal City Walk in Los Angeles. The problem, Chad, is I'm coming to visit you in L.A. Mm-hmm. in a bit. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to go see a movie in IMAX because we're going to go see new Pinocchio. Yeah, so we're, we we're going to the freaking uh, El, Capitan. El Capitan. Yeah, which is a fun time. Yeah. They throw a but, party before the. But there's movie. nothing coming while I'm there that I no. really want to see slash. No can't see without seeing it with my wife so we are watching new pinocchio <laughs> anyway kill, bullet train is no wife? longer in imax no. i don't okay. care bullet train is no longer in imax but i think that it's a movie that will be fun on a tv yeah. screen as well yeah it's it's fun it also yeah i mean if it feels like the kind of movie i would have like watched with commercial breaks on like usa or something yeah I think up. that all um, of the you, the situational comedy is fun like you said mm-hmm. the all the performances are good i think yeah um, I it's a fun movie. The set pieces are good, good action. Mm. You know, I I think it really came into its own in the second half of the movie, and I think it took a little while for me to like get interested because I feel like early on it was mostly just like joke, joke, joke. But then there's also it, yeah, it takes a while to set up exactly what's happening, and because yes. there are like three separate lines happening mm. at the same time, you kind of have to yeah figure out how they're all connected. Yeah, which is it fun. is it was a ro- it, it's like a Robert Al- Altman film. It is right? just like a Robert Altman film. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Wait, no, his isn't really like different plots. His is people talking over each well, other. Well, no, uh, also different plots. Like yeah, Nashville, true. Nashville is, does is just a bunch plots. of different yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway. uh Mark, huh? I saw the bullet train. What did you see? Yeah, I there? saw bodies. Bodies. Like the bodies hit the what, oh. Cody. I'm is that Kanye. song in the movie? No, it's not. Oh, man. Uh, it's the like song, that it, there is bodies, a song in the bodies, movie. bodies were released in 2007 meme, but it's with let the bodies at the fly. As Guys, it says, I have by... watched so many of those. What if it was released in 2007 yeah. edits this morning? And I was crying. The Godfather one is maybe the best one because it's like that's pretty great when Kay is looking at him and the door shuts and it's what <laughs> I'm done. Like it's perfect. Anyway, sorry oh, Mark. Man. Bodies, bodies, um, bodies. No, bodies, bodies, bodies was not released in 2007. Most of the characters were like five in 2007. Yeah. Uh it's a very uh Gen Z movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um common a little commentary on the social media age oh um in a way that like i don't think is like that insightful 
it's sure. written by the woman or like it's based on a story by the woman who wrote that cat person short story that like Whoa. went around twitter a couple of years ago that's weird um it's it's cat good i mean short story what was that it's one? about like i didn't actually read it i a lot <laughs> of my friends That's were talking about it i remember it going viral and hearing about it and i can't remember if i read it or not it's i think Chad, it's basically about a like, million dollars that you did not read it meeting okay. someone <laughs> online and like texting yeah. them and like having a good or like you know thinking it, there's like something there while texting him and you meet him in person uh-huh. or like a very different person it's like yeah oh wow people we are over text is not who is. we are in real life yeah but i um, i fully just I can fully just imagine you seeing the discourse and you being like, it's past the point for me to understand this. And that is how I, it's so, it is how I try to like approach everything on the internet is like when people are like already in the middle of something, I'm like, whatever (laughs) it the most recent thing it's not like a big controversy but it's uh the corn kid on tiktok yeah i was like that kind of missed me too i scrolled past people like (laughs) loving the corn kid and i was like not for me but i kept scrolling past it and i kept it was relentlessly on my feed it's to the point where it's like i guess i'm in corn talk now like i've seen all the corn docs the corn thing to me is just like i have seen like i like trains kid and i'm actually kid and like hey guys you want to know every like person being like every kid being interviewed on the street who's like mm-hmm. oh wow he, he has a funny way of talking is like kids yeah. fucking talk funny. he said yeah, the actually like, kid but it's, it's actually the apparently kid apparently yeah i'm apparently or that i like turtles or whatever but yeah. guys apparently. the most fucked up thing about this meme is yeah. because it's the corn song going around it is yeah. quite literally the auto-tune the news guy yeah, oh, yeah. it's the it's shmo yoho it's, it's the, uh they're back it's the the bad intruders guy they also yeah. did the chrissy wake up song i didn't realize that was them when chrissy wake up was Jesus, going around but that was shmo yoho. doing it i didn't reasons. realize yeah. it was chrissy wakes up but when i heard the corn i was like this is auto-tune the news i can i can yeah. tell it's, i've heard it's, this it's sounds like their style here's yeah. the more wild thing that kid is already doing press for chipotle i saw it i saw it on my feed he like Cut it out have you seen I it cody it. No. Have you seen... so you don't see the kid's face at first you just see like point of view of the chipotle worker and they're like do you want like they have the bowl like do you want beans no do you want any meat no sour cream uh pico de gallo no uh corn and he's like yeah and then the it's camera like, comes up and he's like corn it's Jesus. already a, I, I hate it um, that made me that the surprise of that one made me laugh i really like all right okay so gen z anyway person is where we got here bodies 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 it's like you know a bunch of friends i have or having like a hurricane party where like they're staying at one of oh, their God, rich yeah. dad's mansions during a hurricane Oh, and they're like Relatable. doing drugs and getting drunk and like people are bringing nice. you know their their significant others that no one has ever met before and then someone dies during like mm. you know a, a mafia-esque type type of game and then there's a killer on the loose so they gotta figure out who it is a little who done it yeah. it's nice. it's fun i think all of the characters are good i was never like fully uh invested in like who the killer was and the reveal is kind of dumb Oh, it's Pete Davidson, isn't it? Don't say anything. I'm literally seeing it in two and a half hours. Pete Davidson is the body. Um, yeah, which I, I, got I that don't think it's a trailer. trailer. Yeah, I, I got, thought that I, he, he's not in the trailer for very long. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Mister Body from Clue. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. 
it's very funny because uh lee pace is also in it a man who is like three times the age of anybody yeah. else in that movie yeah um uh, but he's also like he I, his character is supposed to stand out right um, as as an older person it, it it's a fun time it's not like a world changing like people are like wow it's the new brat pack and i'm like I, I, I saw that it was this generation's scream, and I was yeah. like, "That is not good conversations so. for me to yeah. go into it with." But at the same time, it's like it's this generation's scream, and it's like I, I am not qualified to answer that question because I am not in this generation. Well, also, based on its box for... office, I would disagree. Scream you know? was yeah. also for Gen X, but like we also yes. like Scream. So well, right. yeah, because we were yeah. like we were we had already seen all of the Gen X stuff. Is but, Paranormal like, Activity or a Scream? No, because I don't it's, know what our Scream uh, is. No. Cabin in scream. the Woods is our Scream. Cabin in the Woods uh, is yeah. Scream. Right yeah, now. I mean that that's sort of the answer, but bodies, 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 like. I don't my Gen Z my connections to Gen Z they sure as shit haven't seen it and Scream was like one of the biggest hits of its year yeah. like yeah. that's why it's a that's little it's hard like to quantify now also there's not out. a Reese Witherspoon yeah. or Matthew Lillard in this movie unless you count Pete Davidson or I I mean it would be she... Pete Davidson well like, but the... but it's the up and coming though because Amanda Steinberg is huge there's Amanda Steinberg there and is Rachel. Uh, the, the Shiva baby girl. The Shiva, the titular Shiva baby. And then there's also the Borat girl. Yeah. Uh, Oscar nominee Borat girl. So it. I think like, I mean, it's kind of got the cast where that argument would track. I mean, but... it, it has the cast that like, there are multiple of these people who could pop off. Right. I don't think this, I don't think this is a popping off moment for any of them though. Got it. Okay. Um, Makes sense. It's fun. I think Cody, you're going to like it. Yeah. I don't think you're gonna love it, but it's That's like kind of what I expect, it's also yeah. like a like a breezy ninety minutes. Hell yeah, perfect Sunday night. Oh, also the director is in like Verhoeven movies in Europe. Whoa, uh, which is weird. That is she's weird. In, she's in Black Book, like the the Verhoeven one I haven't seen Nazi movie. Yeah, the one like yeah. in German. <laughs> um, but it's it's just a little, little interesting. Little fun, little fact. fun fact it's, it does not feel like a verhoeven movie <laughs> no <laughs> not at all um so i saw yes the freaky deakiest that's not that freaky i don't know it's a george miller movie i saw uh yeah. three thousand years of longing I saw this it weekend too. it is good yes. i think it is a movie that uh is impossible because it's the follow-up to Mad Max Fury mm -hmm. Road you know so it sort of was and always going to be in a I wild shadow like the trailers were setting it up to be like almost just as explosive that's the real problem and the movie was like mostly in a hotel room correct or like the hotel room was a framing device for most of the movie for the rest stories. of the story mostly yes. flashbacks the the good news is I had heard that about the movie, mm -hmm. and so I was able to level set expectations. Well, but based on the trailers, you would fully expect Mad yeah. Max, and that's that not is, what it is. That is and, uh, the the it's all in a hotel room, but there are stories. It's exactly what I've expected from the trailers. So oh, I don't okay. know what trailers well, you, you watched. Oh. It just it feels I like know. a I haven't seen it, but it feels like a uh, I've forgotten the name of this story already. What is the like? Uh, Alibaba and the 40 yeah, Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights. It, it, it is feels like an Arabian Nights very thing. Where it's inspired like, by that. Yes. Yeah. 
it's very inspired I by that was pleasantly surprised that it was what it was and not what i was thinking it was i was like kind of like when we were like halfway through the movie and i was like they're still not a single wish and still in the hotel room this is great this is cool like this is yeah. different than i thought it was gonna be uh yeah i was i was really into that that aspect i i, I think too it's it's like one of those movies where like and I don't believe you have to be 100% completionist to like be able to speak to anything. But it is a movie that makes a lot of sense as a George Miller movie if you've seen all of George Miller movies. But if your introduction to George Miller was just Mad Max and then you saw this, you would be like, so what the fuck? I've been like, told it's more Pig in the City than Mad Max. Uh, yeah, but also like there's still some of the like Lorenzo's oil like which, drama which level rules. stuff. Like yeah, Lorenzo's oil is fantastic. It's very good. So uh, th- that's kind of the thing. But like you know, people come into directors how they come into directors, and you yeah. shouldn't be expected to do a hundred percent to appreciate it. But that I think is half of half of his live action directing career is Mad Max. Is Mad so that's Max. fair. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um but it it's I mean I don't I don't think there's action in it. There's a little like bit. tiny but barely. Like it, yeah. it just is it's it's a story about stories and love and it's and it corny. does have quite a bit of like spectacle. Like there's definitely a, spectacle. Some beautiful just shot compositions and just like big things happening definitely Um, spectacle but mm -hmm. it's it's not a pedal to the metal thrill ride but it is uh, yeah it's about stories and it's a little corny and it's a little cheesy and that's okay and it's good one (laughs) of the most two moments were like probably the most scared i've been in the movie theater uh all year um all right, you should go to more movies. Uh, maybe, but like also, I don't know. The horror movies haven't really. I mean, like, what horror movies did we have this year? That's a good question. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the most scared neither I've been one in of us liked. Mend was just gross, but I wasn't like scared. Um, but uh, there was. When um, was the last time I was scared in a theater? Well, one I time I heard you... a guy like knock on the door on the outside, and that was scary. But that had nothing yeah. to do. With uh, Crimes really. of the Future had a couple of scary moments. I didn't see that one. Um, End I of saw, list. What was that movie with the lady who had the head on the back of her head? That was that last is, year. That was, that was last, last year. year. Oh man! And that was like malignant, malignant, which is good. Malignant. Yeah, I like uh, that. I but mean, it wasn't like scary. The like, Batman has some scary moments. Northman, yeah. but uh, maybe. in Scream, it, when not she's really. when she's giving her like presentation and she keeps seeing somebody in the audience. Yeah, I was very scared in that part. I was like, ah, it was this. Is this building? And, okay. Neither one of you saw X, okay. which is a no. I did not. I did, I did, I did see. I did okay. see X, and also okay. was not very scared during X. I think there's some good moments that are mm-hmm. scary, but Pearl is about to come out, Chad. So you need to see. Yeah, X I need to before see before then. Can I watch? Is it streaming? Can I watch it? Please. Uh, also, Chad, I I disagree. You don't have to watch X or Pearl. What? <laughs> I, I think Chad I don't like it. I mean, sure. Okay. I think it's fine. Okay. Um, choke slam. Mark Cody, the there's the part where Idris Elba is is chasing someone down hallway, and then there's someone at the end of the hallway that like prevents yeah. him from going any further. That was also very scary. Both of those parts, I was like, I don't like this. Oh, but... black phone, black phone is pretty scary. I I, I didn't catch that one in the theaters. I'm so <laughs> yeah, mad. Black, phone, black phone's pretty good. Uh, yeah. act 
X is not streaming, but it's easily rentable and not that expensive. Yeah. So, um, and it's got Jenna Ortega, who is really gonna have a big moment because Ooh. she's in Scream, she's in this, and then she's mm-hmm. freaking Wednesday. Freaking Adams. Correct a moon though. What was with that tweet where they're being coy about who they cast as uh Fester? I don't know, but it caused a lot of bad speculation that it was gonna be Johnny Depp, but it's not we oh, have nope is scary. What are we, we have no comment on who Uncle Fester is. It's just such a weird thing. It's it's Fred Armisen. Um Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. That's fun. It is fun, but it's is weird that they're keeping it as a secret. But it yeah, it's for I feel like stuff. he's like not a celebrity you like I agree. It's weird. <laughs> reveal but, as like a big reveal, you know what I mean? So Ricky Lindholm is in the Wednesday show and she posted mm-hmm. an Instagram several months ago of her wherever they were filming it, and Fred yeah. Armisen was also there with a shaved head, like a bald head. So okay. it's like I, mean, I will yeah. say Come that on. Fred Armisen does have a large fan base. There is like a Fred he Armisen does. hive on TikTok, which is well, weird. I think like I don't know you. It's just weird to like to structure it around like a big surprise, like look who we got, rather than just like announcing it. I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's bizarre. yeah. I agree. I am glad that it's not Johnny Depp like everybody thought it was because him as Uncle Fester is. Very uh, mis- I don't miscasting. It. <laughs> yeah, it's just not good casting either. Um, he is apparently gonna open the MTV VMAs, which is Depp is supposedly that is the talk on the street. We will see. Um <laughs> nope, so he's gonna, gonna be up on pres- stage at the VMAs and he's gonna have the spotlight on him. Okay, that's better huh? than the huh? one I was gonna do. Um <laughs> So about investigating into uh, Johnny <laughs> yeah, <Depp's> misconduct, <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, or people who submit evidence against themselves and then it gets unsealed. Um, did you guys hear about that? That's yeah, so crazy. it once anyway. that came out, it, it seemed pretty yeah. clear cut, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, spotlight, Mr. Oscars, you picked this one. Uh, we're not remember when we used to do that, but. Yeah, that was for like three yeah. three years. I mean, it, by years, I, I mean like in show like years. 93 through, yeah, probably 96 was for this. Yeah. Um, what were the, what? who were the, there was like a Yeti at some point. Well, well that wasn't Vin, Vin Yeti. Vin Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. But it was. Look, I this podcast has not always been as good as it is now. <laughs> okay. Maybe it was better. It's Hard to tell. It's probably hard it's to tell. Hard. It probably was better. Before. Who wants to talk about Spotlight? I'll talk about it. Uh, it was the Best Picture winner of 2015, yeah. and it's really good. It's got a lot of superheroes in it, and so we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a lot of alumni, pretty sure. Um, oh yeah, decent amount, and probably quite a few SNL appearances. So we got we got a show ahead of you, folks. Um, but Jesus. Spotlight, uh, Spotlight is about the investigative, investigative journalistic mm-hmm. team who uh, uncovered the big, big, big scandal in the Catholic Church, starting in Boston and then expanding outwards. No, we're focusing on Boston in this movie. I have a question for Chad. Chad, What's do you that? know what movie, what uh, city this movie takes place in? Boston. Okay. Do you know what city is the background of your current uh, 
Zoo. I, this is San Francisco. <laughs> I I picked yeah. this. You I picked this at, at random from the preloaded. This wasn't supposed okay. to be connected. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Just okay. checking out. Uh, Chad is hanging out in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. You're yeah, I know that this isn't Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I know Affleck and the boys aren't like hanging out on this bridge eating their Dunkin' Donuts. That's not that's not where they hang out. Um uh this this movie kind of uh made me feel very good about my Oscar prediction uh stance it was like when i walked out of argo i was like uh this is the best picture winner like basically immediately and i had the same exact response to spotlight as well because i was like this movie is good it's serious and it's about the media and how important it is to tell truth to power um, and like, yeah, I'm man, trying to think what movies I like this, I'm, I'm on freaking board, you know? Well, <laughs> like, this was a, a fairly big upset at the end of the year. If I remember correctly, we got, I, I need to pull up the, the Wikipedia. Yeah. I think Oscars. I thought the big short was going to win. That is yeah, what I that think was, I thought was That was win. the, a lot of people were speculating that. I think I was also thinking big short would probably all the people we were friends with were saying mad max and i was like that is never gonna happen happen, that kind of just wasn't gonna happen yeah i didn't really think room even though brie larson was kind of the obvious you know i still i still haven't watched room it's it's good yeah i like maybe some people were arguing the revnet because i mean he does end up winning best director and Those uh, pre- Martian, actor. maybe. I don't know. Uh, I think that like the Revenant, the Big Short, and the Mad Max were kind of yeah, kind of what everyone right. wa- like. I mean, no one wanted the Revenant to win, but those were like no. kind of what everyone was feeling. Spotlight is was like the first movie since the fifties to only win one other Oscar and yeah. win Best Picture. Um, yeah. and it was it was screenplay, but like there was not, it was not. It was best director nominated, but no one thought mm-hmm. it was not a big name directing it. Uh, it did not have a huge like star who was going for best actor. Like right. uh, Mark Ruffalo was nominated for supporting actor. Yeah, which Mike Adams was supporting makes actors. sense because he's kind of doing like a a whole impression of a different kind of guy type of a thing. Yeah, he's, he's also very Mark Ruffalo ish though. Yeah, so let, let's go ahead and talk about the Oscar noms. So Best yeah. Director lost the inner Ritu for the Revenant, which mm-hmm. is annoying, but of course it's what was going to happen. Honestly, not even the most directed movie that year. No, it should have gone to Mad Max. Or, like, that, like yeah, it the big short is also, like, took a lot of big swings. Okay, That's but true. if Adam McKay had That's gotten true. Best Director in 2015, how worse would have things no, gotten? No, this Cody, he would have he would have gotten his Oscar. You think he would have been satisfied? It would have been like, well, I guess he won for best screenplay. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so never mind. Been worse. He will never uh, be satisfied. Yeah, Adam but McKay, Hamilton, Hamilton same person. Yeah, same oh yeah. God, he's gonna make it one day, isn't he? <laughs> oh my gosh, what if he directed no! the Hamilton Shut movie? That'd be up! the worst thing Shut ever. <laughs> no, the only person who can make the Hamilton movie is just have Thomas Kale directed again he directed it for stage have him do it oh. for film and he directed a lot of Fosse, always the best but he directed most of Fosse Verdon Mark that's true Fosse Verdon is very good 
Yeah. So best supporting actor was Mark Ruffalo. He lost to Mark Rylance and Bridge of Spies, which good performance. uh, Hey, man, it was a don't look up year with Adam McKay winning best screenplay, Leo winning best actor and Mark Rylance winning best supporting actor. Well, here's the difference. Mark Rylance is good in Bridge of Spies. (laughs) He's He's the best part of don't look up is Mark Rylance. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Um, To say that he's not good in that movie is I, it's, I just it's hyperbolic I'm, man i i just kind He's of great. i honestly don't think anybody's doing their best work in that movie no nobody's doing their best work but um a lot of people are doing especially the writers and directors um so mark ruffalo is the one who got nominated for this movie for best supporting actor i feel yeah. like that's a little fair to, unfair to michael keaton who is who i would have given it to i think keaton's so but good in this he movie was also nominated like the year before so for birdman yeah. for yes. birdman so fine best supporting also, it's hard to give best supporting to two people a, yeah. a nomination to two so people i mean movie, they so did win they, they did win the sag for best ensemble which which makes it should have a ton yes. of sense it's like perfect yeah. for that because yeah. you know having like leave schreiber and mm-hmm. you know and all the other characters and, yeah. who was mcadams nominated for actress rachel was. mcadams was nominated for best supporting actress she mm-hmm. lost to alicia vikander in the Danish Girl, which none of us have seen, probably right. none of us will ever see. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not There's gonna no need. It. And people like wanted her to get nominated for Ex Machina, and so there right. is some kind of chatter that that was like sort of a win for both. Mm-hmm. Um, other people up that year were Jennifer Jason Lee in The Hateful Eight, which is not a movie I love, but that is a good performance. Um, Rooney Mara and Carol which is also really good. And then Kate Winslet and Steve Jobs, which is also a really good performance. It's a good year mm-hmm. for Best Supporting Actors. It typically is. Um, All right. It also got nominated for Best Film Editing, which it lost to Mad Max, which like, yeah, come on. Yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. That makes sense. And then yeah. it won Best Picture and Best Screenplay. Great. Great. Yeah, or I mean, Best it's good. Adapted Screenplay. Best Original Screenplay. Uh, no, it got it original. Best original because it wasn't. That's weird. It, it, it was, it was like it was based on investigation into the process. Like, right, it, it mm. was a thing that happened, but no one had written anything about the process of the thing. Being okay, written. got it. The other best original screenplays were Bridge of Spies, which were the Coen Brothers and one other dude, Ex Machina, Inside Out, and Straight Outta Compton. Best adapted screenplay went to Big Short. Beating out Brooklyn Carol, The Martian, and Room. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I all mean, Big fair. Short's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's how this movie did at awards. How did it yeah. do in your heart? It's a very challenging movie, man. It's I, uh, I th- yeah. It's a very good movie. I think it's got one of the best endings we've covered. Oh, the yeah. show. The Those credits, really good. it's the like the credit complicated. How yeah. I I'm feeling in that ending scene because it's like the before the credits when they like name like all right. the cities with with count, countless like scandals. Uh, it's them arriving on the weekend after the articles like been published. Uh, back to the offices and the phones are ringing off the hook and it's all people who experienced similar things calling the globe to tell their stories. Yeah, and it's like the most haunting, but also like uplifting, uh, 
strangely uplifting because it's like these people who have been holding on to this like shame of like this horrible thing that happened to them finally have an outlet to talk about it they finally can like tell their story and get it told and that's amazing that's so good but it's also like for every phone ringing that's just like another person who's undergone it's just like the the strangest combination of feelings and uh, it's also also just validating for the team itself that was like turned turned away at every corner and like told that you know this is not going to matter at all and it it does matter and it it means a lot to a lot of and and the final moment literally being like michael keaton who is the one who runs it he's him also going in like you see it on his face great performance in that scene it's very like understated but he's just like speechless and like shocked but like yeah it's 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 so good yeah and Um, then like the fact that he realized like oh gosh there's so many like good but like gut-wrenching like reveals in this of like Mm -hmm. the school across the street from the newspaper yeah was involved and that's the school that keaton went to and he's so like entrenched in the in the the city and the fact that they were given information before and he didn't do anything with it it's they're all complicit in it because it's like you know not an open secret but it's like something that's been happening for years to thousands of people and just people weren't paying attention and just the the revelation of like the amount like there was the guy who the expert who had been studying it for years and he his estimate of like six percent of priests period and like then when they just started doing the math very quickly it was just the most upsetting just uh that's upsetting what's worse is when they do the check and they Mm -hmm. confirm and it's only one off with within like yeah two or three yeah of the number yeah and i i think mark kind of mentioned this in his letterbox review but i think the other like sickening element of it is there is there's that part where um brian darcy james best known for shrek the musical um <laughs> shrek himself shrek himself he really well uh shake yourself shrek yourself before you wreck yourself um okay. he realizes that 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 house that they put the bad offenders into while they're rehabilitating yeah. them is in his neighborhood mm-hmm. well here's the thing i'm from birmingham mm. there was that big thing that broke about the Highlands Church, mm. where they essentially have that same program, where yeah. they are moving people and rehabilitating them. And so that's its own thing. And are then they... there was the massive thing about the Southern Baptist yeah. Convention, which are two different things. Okay, like, I was going to ask Highlands, Highlands is not is, that's connected. Not SBC. Yeah, they're yeah. quote unquote non-denominational. Gotcha. But um, the, the SBC investigation also broke loose. And yeah. like it's this keeps happening and the, mm-hmm. it keeps happening because of of uh structures of power and uh, structures it's... that inherently silence other people and when it... you have somebody yeah. who claims to speak with the voice of god mm-hmm. you're going to do what they say always and when you you it's so tricky because like you know forgiveness is the thing that's like central to sure. you know christianity and I, th- it just got so warped in this particular story where it's like a lot of these priests 
would like ask forgiveness and say they're repenting of it. And then they don't want to then punish him when they should have, uh, right. especially if it's repeat. But from the beginning, like forgiveness doesn't mean not calling the cops. I don't think, you know, like it's no, no, no. And I repentance think it was their responsibility. Absolve consequences. And then there's been this talking point. This may have been more in the SBC, but it probably had to do with why they were moved around in the Catholic church too, of like, wouldn't it be bad for the mission if this got out? We got to bury it. Oh, that and, is yeah. fully a thing. And, and it is yeah. a and fucked up. How thing. much worse for, you know, the mission is where we are now. You hit it. And how much you better hit- for the mission would it have been to say, hey, this has no place in the church. We right. reject this entirely immediately from the get go. But it, um, they don't because they're they don't. Pr- protecting their fraternity. They're protecting it's, the, it's, the people in similar power. It's I, disgusting. Yeah, it's it's awful. I'm, I'm going to be slightly heretical here for certain denominations. But I mean, there sort of starts to be some things that make sense in organizations where you don't allow women to have any power. Like, it's like, so why exactly are you doing that? And you can point to some things in scripture, sure, even though I think those have been misconstrued, but it's like, you want yeah, to start because... a religion podcast and like really break all this down? Because, like, <laughs> right, well, because... I can talk about this for like, but, but it's Man. like, it's because you couldn't get away with the shit that you were getting away with in the same yeah. way. Not like, I don't know that. But... That feels like an easy solution of like allow women in and things are better because they would still probably find ways to sideline those women and keep them silent or those women could be just as complicit. But there aren't any in the structure and that seems to have some sort of effect on things. But anyway, it's, it's, it's all bad. Well, but okay. So this, this is kind of where I was going with this thought process, but there's a lot of like, thoughts yeah you know rumbling around what i remembered most throughout high school was watching the office no i don't know but one of the things that i remember the most was like joking about catholics having this kind of uh, proclivity was a massive thing it was was fucking happening Mm -hmm. in the same places there was somebody at the church that I went to who hush hush went away and I found out years later he was sleeping like he was a youth pastor that had did something yeah. with a um with a with a student like yeah. it, it it was always yeah, there it we, was we it was like easy grew up like with the the altar boy jokes about catholics exactly yeah. and like, yes we it, grew it up was... in the in the wake of this and it's like weird watching this thinking like well if, like everyone knows this about catholics but right, it was right, like right. completely untalked about at the time yeah and it's like it, yeah it's the making fun of things that are in your own backyard that's hard totally. to kind of like grapple with now for yeah. me it didn't it didn't seem like it was a protestant problem at all this no. was yes. like something that the catholic church did and you know yeah there was a lot you could like try to chalk it up to but and, and now we realize true it, it's more of a yeah. structure of power thing than any specific yeah. branch i i <sighs> It's messy. We we could we could dive into it more on a different podcast if we. If it's we not this one, podcast. but it, I mean it, it raises a lot of it does thought provoking things, and I think it also raises 
a bit of a mirror to society, which is like one of the most annoying things to say, but it is true because it makes you think like, oh, this was a community that was not paying attention because that's yeah. the other element outside of the religious yeah. element churches become a part of the community and mm-hmm. therefore kind of get protected because of that and it 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 really makes you think like what is going what's going on that i'm not aware of you know i don't know yeah but I'm not an investigative reporter, despite our bits at the beginning. So. No, we are. We do investigate movies, but um, um uh, uh, to change the subject away from uh, you know, structural issues within major organizations. Weird that 9/11 just happens in the middle of this movie. <laughs> that is very weird. <laughs> you watch weird. it and, and you're it like, oh, this derails. is all taking place in 2001. I wonder yeah. if they're going to address 9/11, and they they do. Crazy yeah. that it almost derails their entire like yeah story too like oh my gosh what a bad year um uh, um yeah spider-man got delayed right (laughs) (laughs) to me one of the most heartbreaking scenes in this movie is uh i think it was a moment with rachel mcadams but it was mark ruffalo was kind of monologuing uh talking about like how just in the back of his mind, like eventually he always saw himself going back to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he was just like still holding on to that, but like in the wake of all this, just losing that. And it was just like mm. sounds a little familiar it, to it me. It feels so like, yeah, I mean, there's this big like deconstruction, exvangelical like movement happening now in the wake of a lot of other nasty hypocrisies within the church. Right. Um, and it just feels like uh, a representation of that before like this next wave of people yeah. going through very similar things. I don't know. It's 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 it was very hard to watch and like to. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm, I'm a practicing Christian, but like it, it, I still related to like how he was feeling in that scene on a very real uh, level. Well, I definitely relate to the like I yeah, I probably would go back at some point and then like the SBC news dropping. And not that yeah. I would have probably ever gone back to a Southern Baptist church, no, but you still I wanted I wanted it. I I wanted it, but still like but yeah. when yeah. I come home and my parents want me to go to church, it is a SBC church, yeah. you know, and it's like yeah. I don't know. Um I, I think another moment like that that really sticks out is the um, Rachel McAdam. Some maybe it's maybe it's Shrek himself who asked. Um, he is a very renowned actor, but you know multiple it, Tonys that are Shrek. Tony Shrek. But uh, but a Tony for Shrek, so nomination. You know. A Tony for Shrek sounds like the shittiest <laughs> drama movie. It sounds pretty ever. good. I hope that's the subtitle for Shrek Five. Is a Tony, Shrek Five Tony a Tony for Shrek? For Shrek. Uh, you guys know that's happening, by the way. Like it's it's of like yeah yeah. Well, the Puss in Boots Two comes out first. It yes. comes out like this year. Yes. Yeah. And but then, Shrek Five is yeah, in Shrek like 5. active production right yeah. now. Shrek Five ever after. Yeah. It would be dumb for them to not. As much of a meme Shrek has become since like Shrek Forever After. I know. Uh, I just yeah. hope it's not Shrek Four, and I hope like they get good writers on it. But I have no idea what they're. Oh going yeah, I wouldn't bet on that. Yeah. Anyway, um, um so, it would be but, funny if like they found some way to have Shrek like uh, grapple with his memeness, not in like a literal way, but like. He has this about like, him being a ironic, his ironic fame. People like 
they like him, but they're making fun of him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know what you do with Shrek anymore, but maybe other than time making travel, a meta commentary but they already about did that. Shrek. Because they know. did It's a Wonderful Life for the last one. Anyway, yeah. um, Brian Darcy James says something to Rachel McAdams, basically like asking, like, have you told her like grandmother, who is who Rachel right. McAdams goes to church with? And she's yeah. like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I yeah. can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Like church like, is all she has. Her community. Like yeah, it, it's, it's her thing. And to like take that away. And then at the away. end where, the, where she's reading the article mm-hmm. and it's like, you you knew about this and didn't tell me like you know yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those just... things like you you want to like if it's happening you want to know about it but you also like don't, you don't wanna, want your church you don't want to ruin because like yeah religion is a powerful and important thing to a lot of people and you don't want to take that away from someone right but at the same time you do want to let them know that the thing that they're involved in is like right corrupt and dangerous for lots of people well and there's there's that weird kind of cold calculation that happens a bit with journalism, which is, you know, when you have the good Mark uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo scene, but they knew that sort of thing. Or they may have been two different scenes, but anyway. But they're basically like, we can't publish yet. We can't tell people yet. We, we've got to do the work. We have to, like, make sure everything's... Yeah. Yeah, like absolutely sure yeah if there's any yeah. holes in it they're going to discredit the whole thing yeah and and we've got to be sure we've got to be sure and they kept holding on it and it's like you know that was kind of the, the um the brian darcy james thing where he like took a picture of that house and put it on his fridge to protect his kids mm. and he's like i i need like i can't, can't do anything for the rest of the neighborhood yeah, yeah. like you have to wonder to, like how many like, other yeah. how many other victims happened in the time that they were investigating it that they Jeez. could have theoretically helped although i don't know how much like yeah. they stopped after this immediate yeah and i don't think they did yeah. immediately but um it's um it's crazy um and i think oh, there was something else i was going to say about that oh oh so you have mark revelo's big like acting moment and it's great i think all the acting in the it is great i think mm-hmm. my i mean definitely love john slattery in this but i think my yeah. like secret mvp of the movie is leave schreiber giving a very like just muted normal like balanced approach to everything like yeah i thought he was so good in this movie do we yeah, want to like go through the performances by talking because we can't talk about leave schreiber without talking about what superhero he's been uh, right yeah. he's saber tooth he's saber tooth and x-men origins wolverine, wolverine. um and he's great. We've got Doctor Strange's girlfriend, Rachel McAdams. Yes. Oh, boy, yeah. And she's also really great in this. we got the Incredible Hulk from She-Hulk. Uh, <laughs> from She-Hulk, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, he's not the Incredible Hulk, no. but like... He is in the She-Hulk. He is in the he's She-Hulk. Uh, Leif Schreiber She-Hulk. is also in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse as Kingpin. Oh, yeah. And he's very good as Kingpin. Wait, who is? Leif Schreiber. Oh! Oh, okay. I think I think yeah, that great. Kingpin performance is real. It is a great performance. Yeah, we've got the Batman, the Birdman, uh, the Vulture, and then, uh, and then another Ethan. another Batman coming up. Well, but not theoretically, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be in the Flash, but uh, he will not be in the Batgirl. 
Uh, um, well, it does look like Flash is coming out now. There, yeah, there was like that all hands meeting. Like they're yeah. hell or high water. Ezra's apologizing for all of his many crimes. He's going to listen. If we let Grindelwald fucking get away with it, you know what I mean? Crimes yeah. of Grindelwald. You know? Did he get away with it? Uh, he he paid for his crimes, right? I don't remember that movie. It, those movies he are so good. Way at the end of the second one, right? But and at the, the end of the third one, doesn't he? No, the deer catches him. The di- because remember he's uh, running for office and then the deer reveals that listen. new is the only like true one and then Ezra right. Miller dies in the background essentially of that scene right <laughs> or it's like uh, he's not fully dead but he could go anytime so yeah. they could decide at, at the beginning of the fourth one right. whether they heal them or if he died off screen yeah. uh, the fourth one we'll see uh, yeah, we will yeah, see speaking um, of franchises that might not continue Howard anyway. Stark, also yep. Howard uh, uh, Sterling, um, mm-hmm. John Slattery is also yeah. Movie. It's John Slattery, it's Howard Howard Sterling, but go go off. Roger Sterling. Yes, there you go. Whoops. Is John um, Slattery and Confess Fletch. Have you guys seen the trailer for that movie? It I think it's just John Hamm. I have not seen the nope, trailer. No, he is in Confess Fletch. Wild. Slattery is cool. Yeah, and Kyle McLaughlin. Like Kyle McLaughlin, I think is like the the villain. I don't know. But okay, anyway, uh, like we've fun. got more people. More people from superheroes. Yeah. Okay. Ryan Darcy James is Hawkeye's uh dad. Okay. Uh, more importantly, he's in Dark Phoenix. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, prove it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Wikipedia. Uh, one so. of the one of the first victims McAdams talks to. Is so recognizable, but I do not remember him. He was like, uh, he was like the gay guy who just was super traumatized. Ended up walking past a church, and he like got chills. Surely he's in something. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, Tooch, Tooch is in Captain America: First Avenger. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I was, oh, I, okay. I knew Tooch was an alum, but I didn't. I forgot he was a superhero. Billy too. Crudup is Doctor Manhattan one. Uh, and yeah, what? he's also in Justice League as oh. Flash's dad. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, we're missing one more. Oh, boy. is this an obvious one or not obvious uh, one? No. Um, I guess just tell us. Uh, some I think the dad from Arrow is one of the attorneys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fine. So you you know the Arrowverse is going to squeak in there somehow. Yeah, they it always it. does. So as far as the alumni goes, mm-hmm. we have seen Stanley Tucci before in The Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, we have seen, seen Michael Keaton mm-hmm. and Birdman. Birdman last year. Last year. Blah. Uh, have we seen McAdams? Rachel McAdams. We didn't talk about Mean Girls. No, Mark she was not head. in the uh any of the Avengers movies we talked about. Okay. No. Oh, but Ruffalo was in Infinity War. Uh, yeah, Ruffalo was in Infinity War. What else but was he also? In? Was he in a real movie we talked about? Uh-huh. Yeah, he was. Uh, what was it? Was it recent? I think it was a chat. Pick. Oh, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. He is yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. one of the scientists, or he works at the Dream Company, whatever, or the Memory Company. McAdams, has she been in anything, Mark? No, is that she what you're saying? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, Leave Schreiber. 
maybe he has in the 90s. Uh, no, he has not. Okay. okay. John Slattery, I don't think so. No. Okay, so do we have anyone else? Yeah, we are. Fine. One, Billy... that, one, one that you should know, and then two that you probably won't. Billy Crudup, I don't think has been in. Oh, okay, I pulled up the cast. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm looking at as cast. Yeah, okay, so Richard movies. Jenkins is in this movie? Mm-hmm. And he was his in... His voice is on the movie. Uh, okay. Gotcha, that's fine. He's the guy in He's, Louisiana um, who, who said 6%. Gotcha. Uh, he was in Burn After Reading. Uh-huh. And? and something else. Uh, I don't remember what else he was in. Cabin in the Woods. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I forgot we did Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. 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 So there's one more? Or two uh, more? There, there's, there's two more... Uh, Michael Countryman, who is I the publisher of the of the newspaper, was in Spot, uh, Burn After Reading and Squid and the Whale. Okay. Okay. And then Lynn Carew, uh, who's the Cardinal, was in Spotlight. Uh, Ooh, sorry, he was in Prisoners. Prisoners. He uh, his scene was hard to watch. Yeah. In Spotlight. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a nice guy. No, yeah. like the excuses he's making don't make any sense. But nope. like they made sense to him and that's just what you hear in all these stories is like the perverting of like what they claim to stand for to excuse just the most awful it's it's terrible the, the it's other just... thing that like really like the scene that like stood out most in my mind mm. before i rewatched this was when rachel mcadams goes to that priest's house and she's like did you molest people and he was like yeah, yeah. oh i thought and that I was did. the scene we're i didn't rape about. them no no the the cardinal is like the guy in charge oh. like the, the the top guy who gives okay the... i guess i got that i got all that mixed up then no but that, thought, that scene is, we talking about a different is is crazy when he's like i didn't rape anyone i should know i was raped and it, it makes you wonder yeah. how long yeah. it's been going on and how much the past is like affecting the people who are yeah. currently perpetrating it which is yeah. just crazy anyway snl snl we got two people uh michael keaton yes and, and, and ruffalo no rachel buck. mcadams mcadams no. buck Slattery mcadams has... should host tooch? no no tooch buck. Not even oh, oh Leave Schreiber. No, Leave Schreiber has because yeah. he yes. does the alien sketch. Do you, with do you know? Do you know what he was promoting? Uh, let's see. That would have been like after this. It's more recent than that. It would have been. Was it his Showtime show? The <laughs> it was Donovan? Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. Of Ray Donovan. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> well, what what's funny is. I think Mark and I watched the same SNL the same way, or at least we did until peacock came around but you know like when hulu starts they do the tv show and they put the name of the tv show and then there's a clip next to it mm-hmm. the clip for years has been it's lee schreiber and kate, McKinnon, kate mckinnon in the alien yeah, sketch yeah, it has so been. like the yeah. fact that it took that long like he's That's iconic funny. because of that because of the hulu, hulu choice yeah yeah, yeah. it's just funny. crazy to me funny. that he came on to promote like season four of a showtime tv show that like well, yeah, no one was watching it yet nobody cares out. about that movie or the movie follow-up to that show was nominated for an emmy this year Wow. I didn't, didn't yeah. know that that existed. It's, it's going up against Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Ooh, also for insane. best TV movie. That's, That's a wild. good movie. 
it's good, good but like but, uh, the categories make no sense anymore because yeah. streaming has just ruined everything yeah yeah um do we have anything any... else about spotlight uh we got to talk about the oscars in general we kind of yeah. did that already uh like we did, we but talk... let's talk about host like what what was the host year like let's talk about what happened outside of the category was this oscars so white year or is that next year yeah, no it's, it's this a, year it's this year yeah it's um let's see chris Rock next year's moonlight right yeah so yeah, that was like the re- response so to uh, this year being oscar so white yeah yeah this is when will smith um he boycotted coming but he also wasn't nominated for the movie yeah. everybody said was bad yeah so, i remember a weird he, move in retrospect that, well that was when he's... chris rock made a joke about jada pinkett smith like right he said like her not showing up to the oscars is like me not showing up to i forgot what famous actress he said but he oh said, yeah it was a except someone's someone's panties like i wasn't invited in the first place yeah right, like, right right yeah yeah i'm protesting <laughs> which is a good joke it's functionally. a good joke um the oscars did need reform but will smith being mad he didn't get nominated for concussion is like a little misguided oh right that was yeah. the movie Weird. that's why they were yeah. mad um why him and jay uh looks like there was a joke about asian accountants which right. nobody liked nice one yeah, um, maybe let's not talk about the oscars i mean i'm not seeing a lot of information here what were the what were the songs nominated that's always fun for me or animated oh well speaking of the songs uh a, a transgender performer from one of the songs boycotted because uh, they weren't allowed to perform which okay great uh seems cool always and this that. was the year the danish girl was uh, uh but the person that stuff. the person that won a best original song was the first openly gay man to win an oscar according to him which according to true. him uh, <laughs> <laughs> simply not true because elton john had won one you know a decade before but even before then that's also so that's funny. a bad win Fuck. It is. Okay. Here's what okay. Here's here's what was nominated. We got uh Manta Ray by Anoni, who's the trans uh trans artist. Sure. Um simple song number three from Youth. Yeah. Till It Happens to You by Lady Gaga from the Hunting Ground. Writings on the Wall from Spectre, which won it. And then what yeah. should have won is Earned It from Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, but I think there were also probably better songs that year than got nominated. Like what? Um, Give me best kay. animated film. Animated uh, film was Inside not, Out, really. Anomalisa, Boy in the World, Shaun the Sheep, and When Marnie was there. So not a lot of songs Boy, there. Yeah, none there. Let's maybe wrap the year. There was, <laughs> like 2015. I'm, not, I'm surprised I'm there wasn't an original well. song written for Street Out of Compton. Or like you would think that like Steve they Jobs? would like make a song about how much they love Easy E or something like that. Like get right. Dre, get Dr. Dre. And... Or Creed? Creed feels like a movie with a song. There probably was one. I don't know. I didn't see it. Did they sing in uh, The Revenant? I don't think so. No. <laughs> it's a joke. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, it seems seems wild. But I'm this looking is at a movies. bummer None year the more I look at it. are a lot of like song movies. No, I, guess, I suppose not. But that is... it. It's annoying because Bond songs never won, and then Adele broke that barrier, and it's been a, anytime there's a James Bond song, it's an automatic winner. But the thing is, like, 
two of those are well deserved and one of them writing on the wall is bad and earned it's it just is a bad a, song earned it is a good song and the weekend should have an oscar that's all earned i'm saying a, earned it as a good song um god this year's gonna be so brutal for songs okay <laughs> so um is oh no the gaga the gaga the gaga, oh. uh, the gaga um Diane Top Gun song, song oh. will will be nominated this year, oh, and then yeah. maybe the Taylor Swift when the Crawdads sing song, but that song's not very good. Why was there not an original song for Amy, the documentary? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's some where it's like, surely there would have been one. For or this, what but... happened, Miss Simone? There are two documentaries nominated that are about singers. Yeah, I think both singers are dead, so that yes. makes a little bit of sense. Uh. It's still weird. Or like Big Short, like, mm, the banks are bad. Isn't there like a cutaway where they're like, now here's freaking uh, 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 Kesha doing a Should song about Christian, Christian Bale playing the drums. Yeah. That's Which a he song. does. Yeah, it's a song. All right. All right. Do we need to play up. the game of what five do we think would have been nominated if it was just five? Because it's yes. Spotlight, oh, it's Bridge God. of Spies, it's The Revenant, and Mad Brooklyn, Max, I think Mad Max would not have been nominated. They would not have nominated an action movie. It, it was just five. He got so many other things, though. Yeah, it's the the George Miller of it all, and like, yeah, the fact that it did win so much. It got nominated for best director, and then all like, and won every single craft thing. I think that makes it. I'm end. just saying that the most Oscar movies nominated are Spotlight. Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, true, true. The Revenant. Mm, and I don't think probably Room. Room got a Best Director nomination, so you kind of got. I don't think there. I don't mm. think Brooklyn gets in. I think it's Spotlight, Big Short, Mad Max, Revenant. I kind of think Bridge of Spies gets dropped in the five, and then it's either the Room. I think it's the Room is fifth. Yeah, that's what I think. What is Room Guy doing nowadays? Oh, he directed Normal People, that TV yeah. show. Uh, yeah. yeah. And how many were nominated? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I think the two that probably would have slipped in looking at this list. Danish Girl. And X. Ex- no. Danish Steve Girl. Jobs. And Steve or- Jobs, maybe. If I'm looking um, at screenplay, Carol, Carol actually probably gets Carol. in. Carol and um, Danish Girl, or Inside Out. The fact that it got in Best Original Screenplay is wild. Danish Girl had two acting nominations. Oh, okay. Anyway, I don't uh, now all the other shit we have to do. Is this movie better than Mad Max? No. Yes. Uh. uh oh boy, Cody. Let me consult my list. <laughs> I thought this was going to be easier. And I was just going to go with whatever the uh, the consensus was. Well, there so you you are the consensus. Yeah, you're, you're too late for that. Uh, Mad Max is my number one. So I am going to have to go Mad Max. I respect it. Yeah. I, I'm I not, will say I'm Mad, Mad Max is by far more fun to watch. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. If you're picking, like, if we're doing the old thing we used to do, like, you're at a store and you got to pick one Blu-ray to pick up, I'm probably picking up Mad Max. But I also yeah. think, like, 
yeah, this this movie is more like emotionally effective, and that's not everything, yeah. but I think that that something. put it over the top in this case. But so I'm now, not mad about Mad Max either. That's a fantastic movie. Now let's rank our four. Okay, I'll go first. Number four, it follows. Number three, Ex Machina. Number two, Spotlight. Number one, Mad Max. Number four, it follows. Number three, Ex Machina. Number two, Mad Max. Number one, Spotlight. So we're just going to one of you guys went up down, the other one went down up. No, nope, um, we did. We did no, same. we did the same thing. Oh well, then okay. Uh, <laughs> you you can um, go. You can start in first place if you want to. All all of these movies are great. Yes, and it's very weird for me to put Ex Machina last, mm. but I will, and then it will go. Uh, I've I have already forgotten the. It the follows. Third movie. The it other follows, one. in second. Both of those movies are movies I loved at the time, yeah. and have kind of. I love all four. I feel the same. All four of these movies I love, but yeah, both Ex Machina and uh, I still really like both of those movies. I think they're really good. I think they definitely hit us while we were in college. Yeah, and they feel like prime set for that. Yeah, I think that like with with It Follows that type of movie, like the very atmospheric horror movie, Mm -hmm. has been done a lot more often. It's kind um, of most of what horror is right now in yeah. a sort of annoying way. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't and, call it an annoying way. I like the atmospheric horror. I, I'm, sometimes people just... I need Also, the screens. very allegorical yeah. horror that has like right. kind of That's an iffy, I mean. iffy yeah. allegory yes. that falls apart upon further inspection, but it falls yeah, apart I mean, in a way that you're like, I, there's more to it. I just got to figure it out. It's, it's funny like, that man. we talked about both It Follows and Ex Machina for 2015, and those well, coalesce in the form of men yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. And that movie sucked. <laughs> It's okay, no, but it's, it's bad. It's a it's a bit of a failure. Um, and with, with with Ex Machina, I feel like I've seen first of all more like sci-fi like that has come since then. Oh yeah. Um, but also that director has done things I like more. Um, yeah. Anyway, Spotlight in second place, a strong second place, and yeah. then Mad Max in first. Mm-hmm. All right, a week a week first. So now, first. let me make a note of this: that Mad Max won. Okay. So now we have to figure out overall. Is Mad Max better than Interstellar? Yes. Cody, I will fight you because I'm going to say Interstellar. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Uh, I should have let you go first, but I I had to to jump in early. (laughs) Fucking shit. Hold on. Let me consult my list. Uh Interstellar is... Well, I just look at... These are probably both at the top of both years, right? Uh, no, Gone Girl's oh. the top of 2014. Uh, Interstellar's a 4.5. Uh, my review is a Topher Grace watch. I forgot I do that for every movie that Topher Grace is in, and that started because he pops up in Ocean's <laughs> Eleven randomly. Right. Also, Ocean's uh, Twelve and Thirteen. Yeah, exactly. That's where it came from. Um, fuck. Uh, it's Mad Max, I think. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's, it's not gonna win. I mean, I'm I'm not mad about it. I think that t- Mad Max is fantastic. In, in our too. in our great finale, I don't think Mad Max is winning everything for me. But we'll yeah, because it's gonna we go to see. Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> no, it's not. 
<laughs> it simply is not. Uh, that movie is not making it out of the next it's not year. making it out of 2016. Okay. Might not make it out of its episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, because it comes third, Chad. Yeah. Like it's a bad I'm thinking topic. about a change up and making it uh, 20th Century Women. I will decide. Uh, Good movie. Today. I love that movie. Yeah, uh, decide yeah, today. Decide today because Cody needs to know. And also, I need to know whether to watch it for your episode or for the Oscars. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. 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 All right. That's fucking it. Um, thanks everybody for listening. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Chad, uh, what's a movie you're looking forward to and where can people find you online? If you, oh, yeah. you can find me at Chad A. Oliver most anywhere that's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can listen to my other podcast if I ever make another episode called Lord <laughs> yeah. of the Rings Sentence. <laughs> you can follow that at LOR Sentence. I can do an episode right after this if you want. I'm down. I got to do my fantasy football draft. Speaking of fantasy news. Speaking of fantasy. Freaking Jocko. Fantasy news of the week. Fantasy football. Uh, okay. What movie are you so, looking forward to? Numbers? I'm I'll probably, well, I'm going to go see Pinocchio with my good friend who's going to be in town, even though yeah. he's calling me numb nuts. I'm going to see that at the El Capitan. So, yeah, I guess we're going to watch play. a lot of trailers when I'm there, it seems. <laughs> yep. We're going to go to the <laughs> Wait, D23 eight hours hall to watch trailers. And watch You're gonna... trailers after, like, we're probably going to watch movies on, like, an iPad in line. Yeah. You guys are going to leave a, a convert, like, a week long commercial for future Disney movies yeah. and go see a two and a half hour long commercial for a 50 year old disney movie shut up there's probably no way it's that long we're probably gonna not. do that we're gonna probably do that in the middle be. of the week and not on the weekend because the no. weekends are pretty booked yeah with yeah yeah, yeah. With, with going to D23 disney and that disneyland movie, movie is a commercial for a 70 year old movie though i mean that's interesting when you say godzilla v kong is a commercial for you know a 90 year old movie it's not a direct remake of Godzilla v Kong. Right. It does not have the same character designs as Godzilla v Kong. Yeah, I know. Listen, I'd I'm the one who really, said it was pretty bad. I would be really into a Godzilla remake that is the same design, though. Yeah, but, like, it'd be funny. Chatting Monty said Pinocchio looks pretty good. That I wasn't think it, me. I said it looks like the best of, uh, or one of the better ones of these live action remakes, of which I've liked zero. Uh, you I haven't know. seen Cruella yet. Uh, that's true. I have not that is Cruella. the good one. Cruella, good. Uh, I think that the character design looks exactly like I expected it to. Yes, uh, the agree. trailer looks like it's fine. It looks fine. It, I think Peter but Pan and I, Wendy is going to be good. Is, I read. I read oh, who's the Pinocchio that one again? It was David Lowry. Yeah, like that one is going to be good. Uh, Mark. What, where can people find you online? And what movie are you looking forward to seeing oh, in the movie theaters? That's a great soon? question. What movie am I excited to see in the movie theaters? Oh, no, well, first a, of all, um, you can find me online at Wallington oh, cool. Mark oh. uh, on just all the social media platforms. What movie am I excited to see in theaters? Look at this list. You're trying to see some more, some fun stuff, more fun stuff. Uh, you know what? I'm excited to, you know, in an hour or so, I'm probably going to go through 3,000 years of longing. So, you know, I'm just going to use that. That's cheating. I also might not see it, but like, what am I supposed to say? Honk for Jesus, save your soul. Like That movie actually looks really good. And I think that is my pick. I think it's going to be a hit. Yeah. Looks really funny. Have you not seen the trailer for that one, Mark? No. 
it's look from it up. Jordan it's, Peele's it's, uh, production yeah. company. It's Regina Hall, mm-hmm. and basically it's this and like Sterling K. Brown is the, Sterling K. Brown, and it's basically this kind of like money grubbing church. Like mm-hmm. it looks really funny. Um, so that's but, gonna be my pick. It's uh, like you, the, he's a pastor who like went through like a scandal and yeah. suffered a, a his church suffered a lot, and he's trying to bounce back basically. Yeah, um, looks fun. Um, it looks like it's righteous gemstones but the style of comedy is way different it's a mockumentary it's like yeah. if the righteous gemstones was not like married to breaking bad but instead was married to the office it, yeah, yeah 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 but it looks good watch the trailer mark that is what I, i'm excited we'll for um oh no wait i i'm actually most excited about going to see the blob which i already talked about uh and you can find me at cody lunsford underscore on twitter and instagram at cody lunsford on letterbox and serialized uh, which is more important right now because that's where the good shit is right now. Have you guys heard that TV's good? Game of Thrones is back. Lord of the Rings is about to start. She-Hulk is fine. But Andor is about to start, and that looks great. So TV, baby. Emmys are coming up. Ch- I, me and Chad are going to watch the Emmys at his house. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to so, be a busy, but... busy week. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. And remember... You're welcome. They knew! next episode i'm not going to say next week because it's never next week and who knows what it's going to be uh we're talking about everybody wants some two exclamation points that's that's the name of the movie um it's a great movie it's vibes uh you remember our episode on is confused imagine that but we don't have to talk about bullying uh and the female characters are not poorly written because they're just not in the movie uh, <laughs> zoe dutch it, is in it for a little zoe bit zoe dutch right? is in it at the end and it, she's great uh i like her um yeah it's not streaming anywhere but you can you can rent it or buy it it's just buy it you're gonna watch it a bunch it's great okay bye bye that might be cool.com you never know <laughs>